many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Live This Life. 2020 has certainly taught us a lot about ourselves, you know, our lives, our relationships, our strengths and our weaknesses and, you know, all the stuff that really creates some major growth in our lives as, as individuals, you know, that we carry on to, I feel like, a next level of experience. You know, I feel like once we level up, we can experience a whole new level of our lives. And, you know, that experience is something that I really feel is necessary for us to level up. You know, it stretches our abilities and our our consciousness, it ex- expands our awareness and everything so that we can take on more. We have a, a new per- a level of perception so we can learn more things. And, you know, it's like like adding XP to your life like they do in video games. My kid plays a lot of games and stuff. And, uh, you know, that's something that his character has to do. He has to, to level up, uh, gain more experience so that he can do more amazing things. And, I, you know, it's so analogous to, to what we do in our lives. And one thing that I've been able to do recently is really look at the relationships that I've made over the years, the ones that I've either strengthened or the ones that I've lost over the years or people that I've lost. Um, I feel like they're all part of that, you know? And this year, I really feel has shown me that no matter who comes in and out of your life, they're all there for a reason, you know, a reason, a season, and a lifetime. I feel like everybody falls into one of those categories. That's one of the most amazing videos that I've ever seen. Uh, Maybe I'll share a little clip of that towards the end of the episode. But before we dive too deep into this topic, I just wanted to mention a couple of things that will help us expand and grow and um, move on to a broader audience and reach more people is if you haven't given us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please head over there and do so. Uh, It is the ultimate source for listeners for shows like this, and every rating and review is going to add fuel to my fire to keep this stuff going. It's great to hear what people are thinking, so please do so. And also, I keep mentioning the uh, the new podcast, Podcasting Magazine, that's out there. Uh, It's a new publication, just started this year, and they're putting together a monthly Hot 50 list. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. All you have to do is click the link. Pop in the top three of your favorite shows, whether it's ours or someone else's, but they'll add that to a monthly tally, great for exposure, and it will significantly help us get exposure to climb some of the ranks. You know, it'd be greatly appreciated. So in the midst of all the challenging things that I have gone through in my life, most of you have heard some of this podcast and hear some of the things that I've had and always have going on, it seems like, Um, you know, the things that I've gone through or grown through. Um, you know, we just, one of the toughest ones just passed us by. We just dealt with losing a very close friend who was a member of the family. 
Um, our little cutie Caesar, he was a little spunky, grumpy, quirky, little Shih Tzu Lhasa Apso mix whose tongue always stuck out of his mouth. He was hilarious. Um, just passed away a few days ago after 14 years. Uh, we knew it was coming. You know, we knew we knew he was getting old and the days were coming. He was starting to get a paralysis in his back legs because of some growth near his spine. And, um, you know, he had a, a lot of great last few months. And, you know, even we made the last few days of his life awesome. Um, and he knew, he, le- he let us know it was time to go on the last day when he passed. Um, he had his three favorite people, me and my wife, my son, Mason. Um, we were all there. Even his big brother, his uh, his big brother, who's 16 years old, was right there by his side when his last moments came. And, you know, losing a pet's hard. You know, I've lost pets before, but, you know, some of them really tug on your heartstrings. Some you have a really close connection to. And he was definitely one of them for all of us in this house. And even a lot of our friends who come over and uh, family members and everything. Um, you know, he really was a huge presence in this house. And it was tough. And he, you know, he definitely ruled the house. He, his, his huge oversized tongue was like the personality. Everybody kind of poked fun at it. And um, he made the rounds with all of us throughout the day in, in our house. We kind of discovered that after he left. You know, he, my wife would get him in the mornings. I'd get him in the afternoons. My son would get him in the evenings. And he, he made his time with everybody. He would just chill with me by the fire when I was outside every night. Um, you know, everybody else would go inside and he would want to sit out there and, you know, he would howl like it was killing him if he wasn't out there with me. And I always took him with me and it's just gonna be a tough loss. But we've had so many great friends that have reached out to us, you know, a little bit of family. We we don't have a whole lot of family, either one of us. Um, you know, and I think my wife's taken it the hardest. She's got a very limited amount of family and it's just been really, it's been tough on her. And, um, you know, people who are really close to us, they've, they've reached out and I'm so grateful for them. I've tried to, to just seek all the gratitude in this situation, given how tough this year has been. It's like, ah, oh, of all years, why this year? Um, but just being grateful for the time that we had, the way that it went down, you know, how peaceful it was, the great times that we had with him and everything. Um, and just grateful to have him there in the first place, you know, just trying to see the gratitude in it all. And, you know, just listening to some of the subjects about how, you know, pets, people, everybody, they come into our lives and they teach us a whole lot about ourselves. And, you know, he taught all three of us in this house, you know, a ton in his time here. I'm just truly grateful for for all the things that I can find to be grateful for. And I think that's a huge, huge thing when you're going through the, the tough times is to look for things to be grateful for. So I processed it all pretty quickly. Um, but, you know, another thing that sprung out of this was how some people who I feel that, you know, I would bend over backward for if they were in this situation or who I would drop everything for if they were something like this happened to them or they were in need, uh, if they ever needed me, you know, and I've done it for a lot of people in the past and, and still usually do. Um, spent thousands of dollars with some people to show my support for their ventures and uh, people who have given my 100% devotion to it. There are times of need. You know, they've asked me to believe in them, and I have. Um, they haven't been there at all. And that has really bothered me through a lot of this. It's bothered me through this whole year with my wife's illness because there's a lot of people who have not been there for us. So, you know, on one side of the coin, I've, I've looked at all the gratitude, but then those little pieces start to creep in. And it's like, well, what about these people? And, how, you know, obviously they don't care. And, all these little negative things that, that creep in um, when I think about them and how little some of these people have been there. You know, some people have barely acknowledged uh, uh, my wife's illness, all the stuff that they know we have going on, and they're really not there at all. You know, they haven't bothered to check in on us, my son, 
And, and some of them are even relatives, which makes it even harder. Um, and of course, it causes a lot of hard feelings. So, you know, I, one thing that helped in this current circumstance is I looked back and did a bit of a gut check on some of these people over the years and each one individually so I could process my feelings about each person that I felt was, you know, quote, leaving, letting me down. Um, and, you know, and honestly, it's it's some of the same behavior they've just exhibited for a long, long time. It's not exclusive to me. It's not exclusive to this situation. And I guess that that did help a little bit. You know, these these people tend to need everyone else around for them. You know, they um, they're very critical when people don't show up the way that they want them to show up. And I've heard it before. And, um, you know, on the flip side, they're not there for other people unless it's a benefit to them. And that was that's been really, really hard. You know, some of these people weren't there through some of my toughest times, like when I went through cancer and stuff, they they barely acknowledged it. They knew what was going on. They were there there to come have some good times when the whole thing passed, but we're barely there when that was there. And, you know, I guess you could say those aren't people you need in your lives. And, um, you know, that is one school of thought to look at it from. And it's tough when you look at the contrast, because I have some people who had been there time and time again through the toughest times, and they continued to be, you know, our friends, um, Kate and Mike, you know, they have been there for so many years, some of our best friends, you know, sent us flowers when Caesar passed and, you know, all this stuff. They're, they're just an example of just you have those people in your life who, you know, you don't expect anything out of them ever because they've done so much for you. And they still just continue to amaze you. And there's some of those people. And then on the flip side, there's the other ones that I described as well. And that's created a lot of discourse in the last few weeks for, for me and my wife. We've had quite a few conversations about that. And even tougher, you know, there's some people who were some of the closest ones in our lives, people who we would call our best friends at certain points, and they're totally not even there anymore, don't even stay in contact, haven't talked to them in a few years, even though you see them, you pass them by, it's almost like you're strangers. Even some of these people who they had really tough losses of a, a certain group of friends that I know, you know, they had tough losses of pets, and, you know, we were there for them, and, you know, now that we're not close, and, um, you know, even tougher is that some of them chose to move on, I think, because of my occupational changes. So you, like all these things, like these are all things that can cause so much discourse if that's what you choose to focus on. And it's easy to have animosity towards these people. And it really had it start to affect me. I tried to focus on the gratitude, but then it really started to eat me alive. At, you know, how dare these people act this way? But then I remember back to a couple of things that I've heard on this subject of how people show up in our lives you know, for what reasons and for how long, you know, and one of them that just sticks in my head when I think of these kinds of things is that our lives are like a bus ride or a train ride. You can pick either one, but, um, you know, like, let's say that your life is like a bus, you know, you're sitting on that bus, you're heading in a certain direction, you know, like our subway, whatever it is, a train, um, you're, you're driving in a certain direction, you have a certain destination on that particular route, on that particular car, bus, uh, whatever it is. And some of the people get on your bus because they have a destination that they're going to as well. And it, it's, you know, usually the same type of place that you're heading to. You know, there's a screen on the front of that bus and it says going uptown. And all the people who are going uptown are gone there. You have that in common. Now, naturally, you're going to meet with other people who are heading on that path. You're all going to a similar place. That's what brought you together in the first place. You know, you're, you're not going to bump paths with someone who's going downtown on an uptown bus. 
And, you know, sometimes people get on and off that bus frequently. Some people just get on for a short amount of time and they jump off. And some people get on that bus of your life and they stay on there for quite a few stops. They may be there for the entire ride. They may have been there when you got on the bus and then you get off and they're still there. You're the one that had to leave. You know, but at some point, the bus ride has to end. And, you know, maybe you see them again somewhere, sometime, but, you know, just likely in passing, you're not really heading in the same direction in life. And, and you know, you really don't have the chance to take the ride with them again because you're just on a different trajectory. You have a different destination that you need to get to. And that metaphor has helped me so much when I thought of people who have come and gone in my life. You know, in another part of the situation, I guess, in understanding and understanding and helping to overcome and sort of pass by the resentment that you might have for the people who aren't there anymore was sometimes I had to look at what my life looked like from their perspective, you know, what my ride looked like from their seat on that bus. And, you know, some people saw the difficulties, many of which I brought on myself. You know, many of the situations that I went through in my life, I brought on by the choices I made. And, you know, I, some people looked at it and said, you know what, I think I'm going to walk the rest of the way on this ride. And, you know, maybe some of them rode it out. Maybe some moved a few seats back. Or maybe when it was time for me to get off that bus, they got off and, and jumped on another ride with me. Um, but, you know, you can't fault the way that the ride goes or where people choose to sit or how they take the ride along with you. You have to appreciate how long they're there and let them go when that portion of the ride is over. And trying to hold on to what was or have anger when the ride is over really only creates unnecessary discord in your life. So what good does that provide you in the end, really? And I had to ask myself that same question. Was it going to do me any good to sit there and be resentful for people who weren't there anymore? Was it going to be good for me to be resentful for people who aren't showing up in my life in the way that I'm expecting them to? They're not showing up in my life the way that I would for them if they were in a similar situation. And I guess you can even look at that from two schools of thought as well. It's like, well, I guess they're not very good friends. They're, they're not very good family. And that can be true to some certain extent. And you shouldn't put yourself out there for people who aren't going to appreciate you. But, you know, some people you just expect less from. I mean, especially with family. It's hard to really cut family off altogether. And I've had a lot of that happen over the years. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of family frictions and stuff. And I've had a few family members who just continue time after time to not show up in the ways that I would be there for them if they needed me for certain things. Um, and I guess maybe that's a fault to myself, you know, because I know even given their shortcomings of how they've arrived or how I've expected them to arrive, um, I know that I would always rise to an occasion that I would want them to show up in my life if they needed me. And that's my choice. I guess I have to let that resentment go because they're not like me. And that's my choice on how I'm going to respond to things in life if things happen with them. Another concept that really helped me through this whole thing in addition to the whole bus ride thing was that everyone is there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. You know, some people are there for a season, you know, which can be fast and exciting, but it's limited. And the end point comes really fast. They're only there for a very limited amount of time. And then some people come in for a reason. They teach you something valuable. You know, when they could have walked away, when things got tough, they were there to support you and help you grow. Like my little man Caesar, you know, he was 
he was there for a reason. You know, he was there for a purpose. He showed me, you know, what unconditional love looked like. You know, he was my little man. I come through that door and you could just, you pick him up and you just hear that deep breath like, ah, oh, daddy's home. You know, that, that amount of unconditional love is just that that was what he was there to teach me. They were sent to you for a purpose. He was sent to me for a purpose and it was for growth and support. You know, whatever the purpose is, but some people show up for that reason. And then there's those who show up for the lifetime. They're often there, but not recognized. You know, maybe they're overlooked or maybe you forgot about them. You like your parents or an older sibling. Who was there for you through it all? Who can you pick up that phone and call anytime you have a problem? No matter what, who would give you the shirt off of your their back at any time, no matter how bad you treated them or forgot about them or haven't called them or haven't checked in, didn't call them on their birthdays or whatever it might be, anytime you might need something, those people are there. And like I said, I kind of guess I make my, you know, I make my own decisions on how I'm going to show up in other people's lives. And what's hard is that I've I've gotten to the point in my life when I look at people with such unconditional love, no matter who they are or what's happened between us, if they if I feel like they've wronged me or whatever it is, I feel like I will always be that lifetime person for almost everybody on my journey. But you know, I can't say the same for others. And that's just how we are all cut. We're all just cut a little bit differently. You know, I think I get that from my mother because she has one of the biggest hearts of anyone I've ever seen. You know, no matter what's happened with someone, she will drop whatever she's doing in the middle of the night and give them the shirt off of her back. But I guess the what I'm trying to say is, is that everyone shows up for a particular time, purpose, place, whatever it is. And if they're not showing up in a way that you expect them to, there's a few certain ways you can react to that. But I think before any of you, any of us, really judge someone for not showing up the way we expect just examine what that means you know if it's multiple people start to examine your relationship with that person examine what it is you're expecting of them do you hold yourself at a higher regard do you output a little bit more in things i mean i've even found that with work years ago i've learned that lesson where i was expecting everyone who reported to me in one of the positions i was in to have the level of aptitude that i had that really wasn't, that expectation just was not reasonable. And I think you can do that as well with friends. You know, maybe you are just a little bit too much more into the relationship than, than those other people are. Maybe you see them as your best friend and maybe they are not your best friend. You know, maybe, maybe you are not the best friend to them. But to examine how people are showing up, examine the whole situation and take time to examine it. Some people can just look at that ride a little bit differently than, than you might be. And you may just have a little bit more experience. You may have a little bit more XP uh, for your character, your avatar, whatever you want to call it. But you may have a little bit more of a character built up than they have. You know, And I've found that myself. I've done a lot. I've been through a lot in my young life, my 39 years. And um, you know, I've seen and experienced a lot of things, met a lot of people and done a lot of stuff and a lot of other people have not been that far. So maybe that could be part of the circumstances as well uh, involving your relationships with other people. You may just be at a higher level of understanding than than others and just patience and gratitude for however long, whatever reason, whatever season, maybe it's the lifetime, but however long they've been there, 
Um, just try to find the gratitude in it instead of looking at the perspective of what's missing. So I'm actually going to play a clip of the reason season in a lifetime. I'm going to play, well, there's a lot of them out there, um, but I'm going to play this one by Preston Smiles, who uh, really has a great uplifting YouTube channel if you haven't checked out his stuff. There's a lot of people out there that I listen to that are have been in the game for quite a while, Wayne Dyer and all these guys, but there's a few people who are, are really starting to break through, and his page is really amazing. He has great content, really uplifting stuff. So if you haven't checked out his things and you're looking for little little bits, little videos that might brighten your day up, um, great content that he has. But he talks about some of the examples of his experiences of meeting people and having people come into his life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. Check this one out. transmission reason season lifetime people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime little caveat here is that all of it's a lifetime because anything you go through anything that you come in contact with stays with you in the subconscious you carry it everywhere you go but for the purposes of this video let's start with reason people come into your life for a reason and sometimes that's for a couple hours, sometimes that's for a couple days, sometimes that's for a couple months. Sometimes it's for a couple years until you learn the lesson. And I had this lesson powerfully. I learned this lesson powerfully when I was in India. I took this trip to India and, and you know, my American thoughts were like, oh, it's going to be poor and everybody's going to be whatever I had in my brain. And I got there. I got to Delhi and immediately these guys started fighting over my money. Who was going to take me in the cab to this mall? Well, that was already one experience that I was validating my judgments. And I get to the mall, I take out about $400 in rupees, and I take a couple steps, the wind blows, and I drop my money. $400 drops on the ground. Now, take in mind that India is a very populated place, and there was about, for me, it felt like a million people in this mall. Just everywhere you could look, there was people. And I dropped my money, and as soon as I dropped it, my American brain switched on, and I balled up my fist, and I started, you know, going after people, essentially. And as I'm picking up my money and trying to like take it out of people's hands, I'm recognizing that they're just giving it to me. They're just giving it back. So I'm breathing, I'm sweating, they, I get, take the money and I walk off, right? I walk off and I go sit in the park and I count the money. All of it was there. See, all of those people in that mall in India were there for a reason. They were there to reflect my judgments. They were there to teach me of all the places where I wasn't seeing that, all of the separation thinking that I was thinking from. From that point forward, my trip was amazing. Why? Because I was, I was tapped in. People come into your life. There are people who, who come into your life for an hour, who change you forever. The thing we have to uh, be with is, is not being so attached to it, which brings me to number two, which is season. People come into your life for, for a season. You know, there was a time in my friend group where I was the dude who, who everybody came to my house. We all hung out at Preston's house. I was the catalyst, right, for all of these friend groups to come together and we laugh and we hang out and we do all of this stuff. And that was a beautiful season. And recently I got sad about it. Why? Because I was attached to what I thought it should be or I should be. All of suffering comes from that. It's the, it's the attachment 
to something other than what is. You see, that was a season for us. That was a season for me of hanging out and, and, and being in that space. But now it is time for me to build. I'm in a different part of my journey. And the only way to honor what is, is to let go of what was. Which brings me to number three, which is lifetime. There are people who come into your life who will be there, maybe not even forever, but they'll live with you forever. There are these, uh, they're, they're like a mirror, right? Have you ever had something stuck in your teeth? And you go to a mirror and it immediately tells you the truth. You see what's in your tooth. Well, good friends are like that. Good friends are the ones who, who are walking in while everybody else is walking out. Those are the lifetime friends. Those are the partners. Those are the people who hold it down, who will keep you in check. They are the mirror for you. And those friends, those partners, those loved ones aren't always the popular ones. You know, I have friends in my life who, who tell me the stuff I don't want to always hear. But I respect the crap out of them. The person who is holding this camera right now, Alexi Panos, my wife-to-be, is one of those people. She sees me, she gets me, and she holds the mirror up for me in a loving way so I can see what's in my teeth. So if you're one of those friends, or you have one of those friends who's holding the mirror up called judgment, who's holding the mirror up called pride, who's holding the mirror up called anger, who's holding the mirror up called victimhood, if you're one of those friends or you have one of those friends, make sure you honor them. Because that's not an easy place to be in. Sometimes people who you call friends aren't really your friends. Those are the ones who are telling you what you want to hear. While secretly behind your back, they're hating on you. A true friend goes deep. A true friend, a lifetime friend, a lifetime partner are the people who drop all the way in with you. They'll say the stuff that nobody else is saying. So if you got one of those, make sure you reach out to them today. Make sure you tag them in this video. Make sure you let them know that you care, that you see it, that you get it. Sometimes we get attached to something other than what it is. You know, that season ends and we get so attached, thinking that it, you know, it should have lasted forever. You know, I should have had Caesar here with me forever, you know, but, you know, it has to end. You know, a lot of good things, uh, you know, all good things must come to an end is the saying. But, um, you know, really something that you feel like it should have lasted forever. Um, we can often sit there and think that it's never going to change, but it, it you can be guaranteed that it's going to. And we have resentment sometimes when it does end, whether that's a friendship, uh, you know, um, a certain point in our lives, whatever it is. Then we have some of those certain relationships in a life that last a lifetime. The ones who keep you in check, you know, the ones who, um, they're that mirror. You know, they're the ones who are not necessarily the popular ones, the ones you have the greatest times with. Um, you know, sometimes they tell you stuff you don't want to hear, but they're the ones who are there with you for a lifetime, no matter what. And really, when you view your life like this, when you can look at these type of situations, you can look at this tough year that we've had, and I think you can apply a lot of this perspective to uh, a lot of what I think many of us have been um, having going on lately. You know, when you see it from that perspective, it's not so easy to judge a person or judge a situation, you know, a life situation. When you feel like someone should be doing more for you because of what you did for them or what you would do for them, Maybe you're the one that's the lifetime friend that would give them the shirt off of your back, but not necessarily the other way, you know? Be proud, even if it's not reciprocated. It's not a sign of weakness, you know? And that's one thing I had to let go of. The ego, I think, wants to make it seem like, 
well, if they won't do it for me, why should I do it for them? Um, let that go. You know, be be proud that you're the person that would do something still for someone in their time of need. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of someone taking advantage of you, you know, and I know that one's a real hard one to let go of. Depends on how much that one happens to, I think, the taking advantage of. So don't hold don't hold that one 100% to its uh its surface value. I think some people could take advantage, but um, you know, it could just be your character is different than the other people you interact with. And maybe they just haven't reached that level of XP, that level of development in their own lives. You know, they haven't been through the experiences that you have that have taught you the lessons you have to make the character you have. And it's tough because some people would pretty much just turn their backs on everyone right now because they have a lot more, they have a lot more in their life they need to grow, you know, and they need to maybe appreciate those lifetime bonds a bit more, but it's all part of their journey and focus on your own. Maybe those people need more reasons and seasons that can teach them to be a, you know, the lifetime type perspective, that lifetime type person for others. And you know, when I viewed this recently from that perspective, it helped me process so much about this time and similar circumstances that I went through in other points in my life. You know, I had a lot of resentment towards people in other situations when they weren't there when I thought they should be. And you know, I think holding on to that resentment can put you in such a low vibe. And if that's what you observe, you really are going to attract more of the same. And before you know it, your life is going to get you down in the dumps because you're just looking at it from that perspective. Who's not there for me? Why are they not showing up this way? And every challenge you have in life and they're not there, you're just going to keep on seeing the negative. So look at these people that you have in your life, no matter how long they were there, um, and appreciate it. Just have gratitude for however long they were there. Appreciate the good times, you know, especially those who you don't feel like they've showed up like they were supposed to or the ones that had to leave your life when you felt like they should have been there more or forever. Um, you know, how about the ones who you know that would be there in the blink of an eye? How much, I'm sure you can think of those people. How much do you appreciate them right now? And, uh, you know, maybe after this episode's over, you give them a quick call because you probably don't call them enough. I know I don't. And I've made more of a habit lately of trying to pick that back up. You know, those people who no matter how much time goes by, no matter how your last conversation ended, they are right there to pick up the pieces wherever it left off. You know, it really puts things into perspective. It really does. So I'm going to head out on this one and leave you with a song. I'm actually, I'm going to play, I'm going to change it up a little bit and I'm going to play um, a different song. You know, I usually play something from uh, DJ Soul Rising. This is episode 40 and every one of those episodes has closed with a song by him. Um, this one, I am going to play one from my uh, friend Mandy Lee Oliver. Just met her in the last few years. She's become a great friend, such a caring soul. Um, you know, and who synchronistically, you know, she was there the last day we brought my little guy Caesar. Uh, he loved ice cream and that was an awesome little shop in our town. And she works down there every once in a while. And she was there, um, made him his last little ice cream. And comforted us knowing it was his last full day you know she is an amazing person and she has a new album she is a musician and she has a new album out called our stories never end and this track was so fitting for this episode so i had to play it you know in this time the world as a whole um you know in my own little world my little microcosm um kind of needed it as well and to dedicate it to my little guy that's no longer with us um this one is called with me every day until next time everybody Keep living your season, your reason, your lifetime, whatever it is, just keep living. See you next time.
Sometimes I wish the time would go in reverse Sometimes I get to thinking that it can't get much worse You were family that I needed when I needed a new normal Now you're off the new adventures in the lanes of sweet maple These eyes can tell you all the things that they see Nowadays they see you and all the little things They wish they could see you sit across from the room But for now we just want it to be all over soon I wanna believe that good will prevail That the eye of the storm will continue to fail that the blood that is boiling, the fists that are shaking, the feelings we're losing will stop the abusing of power. This is our time, this is our hour where the brinks of revolution or the book of revelation. No more devastation, no more interrogation. We will be in celebration of our humble creation. With me every day, memories and treasures, finality forever. Stars to my eyes, this isn't goodbye. In a secondary home, temporary roof overhead. Arms and tears, final walks together, alone in the valley once again. Outside. Yeah.